live from the Minnesota United team building event with the defenders. Ready? Oops. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that would never take back your CCL spot. On this week's show, we look back to TFC's 2-2 draw against the Union, talk Voyager's Cup weirdness, see what the players had to say in ESPN's anonymous survey, look ahead to this weekend's match against the Whitecaps, and much more. Oh, and at the end of today's show, we have a VMP big announcement. No, we don't. We do. I'm here. You can't put it at the end. I would like to, because there's a major announcement. Sorry. What? VMP major announcement. Duncan's right. Are you fucking firing me? I swear to God, I'll shut this down. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Just check. So like the monster at the end of the book, you have to go to the end of the show to find out what it is. No fast forwarding. That's right. We're locking it this Yeah, it's not allowed this time. Don't tell him you can actually fast forward. Shh. Okay. All right. He thinks that the big announcement is the removal of the Van Gogh from the VMP studios. It's Duncan Fletcher. Thank God. Just inconsistency in art. Why? Why? Every week, right there in my face. Ah. Keeps you alert, though, during the during, yeah, during yeah. podcasting. Mm. <laughs> keeps, Al- the, keeps the passion alert? flowing. Is the it anger. alert? Is it alertness? I'm letting the anger fro- flow yeah, through him. sure. It's like the dark side. Rage. Yeah. He's yeah. got art rage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he podcasts better when he's angry. It's true. Yeah. Our sea dog, Chuckle Tinkley, has returned with many a tale to tell. It is Mark Hinkley. Yar. Uh, as for Tony, he thought the VMP special announcement was actually a TFC special announcement. So he's down at uh, Real Sports right now. Hey, Tony. Spurs! And thanks for tuning in. I like Spurs! Right. Okay, Tony. Shh. Spurs! As for me, I'm hoping the big announcement is that we're getting another Van Gogh. Yeah! I am your host, Kristen Knowles. You mean a van that goes? That too. We could use a mobile studio. First up on today's show is a look back at the game in Cheesy Chester. So, mm. TFC undefeated so far this season. Yeah. Or is it winless? No, no. Oh. Undefeated. No, yeah. we're going to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going with the positive spin on uh, Saturday's match. Um, otherwise, again, you know, getting a point on the road is always a good thing. That game, however, not one of TFC's more stellar efforts. Nope. I believe a number of people refer to it as TFC of old while scrolling through tweets uh, during the game, especially the first half. Uh, there's, there's so the many first half, perhaps. Yeah. So many yeah, flavors that's, that's, of TFC that's that it could true. That is mm. true. It was quite cold, uh, very windy, so not ideal conditions for either team. Uh, so for the first half, wind conditions sucked for TFC. Second half, they sucked for the Union. Uh, Toronto, however, did often seem kind of confused, disorganized. Mm. Like, we do play together, right? 
everyone, yes, have you met? Good, all right. Uh, the game saw not one but two controversial penalties, injuries to star strikers. I include Jay Simpson in that because I think he's going to have a very good year. Mm. For the union? Mm. Okay, I, to I, two strikers, you know, how's ten, that? If, you know, ten goals... Consistent all right. Counted as a good year in MLS, then sure. Sure. Could get all that. right. Uh, great goal from Justin Morrow. Mm. It was. Mm. It was a great goal. Very patient. Mm. Um, he could have ate the ground real easy on yeah. that. Yeah, he I'm not sure he was deliberately patient. He almost fell over. That's what caused him to, to wait a couple of seconds. But he didn't fall after, over. That's the key. After that bit, you know, it was a very nice finish once he, <laughs> once he got back. Got his balance back. Yes. It's nice of Philadelphia defenders to leave him alone. Oh, I thought that was very, very, very generous of them. Yes. 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 And then, of course, the traditional TFC just scored a goal. Oh, let's let the other team score a goal mere minutes later uh, to tie it up. And Mm -hmm. that's how it ended. So, you know, it wasn't pretty in any way, shape or form, uh, especially the first half. And whether that was wind, whether that was Endo having... Not the remotest clue as to what he was doing. Mm. But he tried. I don't care. <laughs> Is he a right back? He's, He's not, not a, a right, right back. back hey, yeah. I thought that. I love that game. Mm. That's the best game ever. It's... Who start a Kickstarter who's, for Who's going to be there next, next week? I, I... Nick Haglund? Mikey Delgado? Somebody who's not uh, Subasa Endo if Stephen Betashore can't go. Yeah, that's my <laughs> expectation. Mm. Uh, Again, you sort of feel bad for him in that it's, here, let's just thrust you back here. Something, you know, you've never been known for your defense. You have no idea how to play this position. But guess what? We tried it a few times during spring training. I'm sure you're fine. You're the enthusiasm of a cocker spaniel. (laughs) Yes. Chasing everybody around. (laughs) He was. He was very energetic. Okay, I gotta go over here. I I hope that sounds good. (laughs) <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. yeah. And the thing with Endo as well, people say, oh, well, you know, he, he, he's good going forward. It puts a good cross in. No, he doesn't. His crosses are universally hopeless as well. I, you know, yeah, he just he, had... He, he does a lot of running, as mentioned. Yes. And, you know, that, that can be useful. But he had past tense a couple of good crosses. Once. Hmm. Early, to, early yeah, on real last early. season. I think it was like game one and two of his career. And I just, just can remember that like period in the middle of last year when TFC just couldn't score against ten or nine men, and it was all about oh, so Endor down the ring, throw a cross in, and it just never worked out because his crosses aren't that good. Yeah. So yeah, no. no yeah, no. that wasn't that wasn't good. And we will we will talk about that more uh, as we go through our post match. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you suggesting he's going to be go to the game? I didn't actually include a go to the game. Ah. For the second week in a row. But yeah. if there was one, it would probably be him. Well, I understand, because yes. we're undefeated. So yes. why would we talk about Exactly. We're, we're such a positive podcast. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. All is sunshine and roses. Mm. Or something. Um, moment of the match. Philly hitting the woodwork. Sure. I, 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 I always really, delight in that. I really, it wasn't even Who so much. doesn't delight in a penalty hitting the bar? It wasn't so much the schadenfreude. Aww. But it was more the, uh, it was. It seemed to be so when mean. when their forward pressing, 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 pressing came to a halt. Like it was no longer the ball was in between midfield and just in front of the Toronto 18. That seems like the first 30, 35 minutes the mm. entire game was played. Yeah. And then once they hit the crossbar, that just 
dissipated, it just fizzled. vanished. Yes. Yeah, and then after that, it took Toronto away their started, mojo, is what you're saying? Yeah. So I, I that that was that was the uh, turning point. All right. Duncan, what do you got? Um, I will go with the uh, Sebastian Javinko injury. Okay. Um, maybe not Quality. super important for this particular game, but depending on future health reports, potentially uh, very important if he is out for a while. I get the impression he maybe isn't, but, you know. Uh, it, you know, also it kind of showed, oh, you know, we kind of look better without him. Um, which, you know, I'm not suggesting that in any way TFC should be getting rid of him, but it's just like, yeah, you know. We don't need to be constantly dependent on, on him. him. There's a lot of different things we can do. There's and other players. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mine was later on in the game. Uh, the Armando Cooper, giant air quotes, foul uh, at the midway point where he fell, flopped, however you want to look at it. Basically gave up the ball that led to CJ Sapong scoring the tangle. Mm. And Greg Vanny made subtle reference to it in his post game about defensive turnovers earlier on in that play basically mean cooper um you know I, I like armando cooper for the most part but when he's in full conga cafe mode it's really annoying and we saw a lot of that in this game which it was, was it was generally very very effective yes he he won a lot of fouls <laughs> by oh shit i'm gonna lose the ball i'm just gonna throw my body over here they're bound to run into me just because of momentum then i'll fall over and foul hooray um he's very good at doing that uh, I guess obviously in that particular circumstance, it uh, didn't it did work. not work. Yeah. No. He did and not get yeah, the foul it call. And doesn't help. Yeah, he took himself out of the game, and then yeah. you know Victor Vasquez was up kind of strolling around and in no way helping out, and then yeah, we were kind of screwed. No, it does a lot so. of that, does Victor Vasquez? Well, I was surprised to see Visker Va- Visker mm. Victor Vasquez. New name. Go on. <laughs> I believe that's how they pronounce it in Barcelona. <laughs> He's Barcelona! from Barcelona. He is. He's from Barcelona, you know. I heard. I heard. Um, that We're I was lucky. surprised that yes. he started. I, I did not expect him to start yet because mm. no way is he match fitness. And, and that game yeah. certainly indicated that. And, hmm, all right, so, well, we've got this guy. He's maybe not fully match fit, but, oh, the silky skills and that sort of thing. But, you know, he's maybe not fully match fit, so he can't do much running around and everything. Let's throw him in in this game. Exactly. In, like, minus With horrid whatever, conditions, and yeah. And and everything. Yeah. That'll be perfect. That'll be, everyone will, everyone will love him. Finesse strong player, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect, yeah. That's and ideal. still not taking free kicks, though, until Seba was off the fucking pitch. Mm. Nah. Mm. Seba, let someone else take free kicks. That has to that has to happen soon. That one free kick that went, went directly into the wall. Yeah, yeah. On a scale of one to full Duncan, how how much yelling at your television did you do? I figure you were got to be at least three quarters. No, I, I was yelling in triumph at my yes, own let's see. Twitter. He oh. was he was he was yes. very secure and, oh, okay, and proud of his yes. moment. See, I, I, I was going. Yep. Which uh-huh. is which is pretty much the, the guys rage. from the Brooklyn I mean, game gave you some love for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. a little brotherly yes. love. I noticed, uh, like talking of this, I noticed even, like, even Kurt Larson in his uh, article today. Or oh, yes, it was, said. He was mentioning, hmm, you know, maybe, you know, Jamaica should let someone else take things. He hasn't done anything in about a year. It's like, meh. Really? Yeah. Where, where'd the notice, Kurt? That's where'd because the notice? he listens to the podcast. Every, Hi, Kurt. You know what? Everybody important seems to listen to this. Why not him? Mm. I mean, the club seems to listen, except, you know, sometimes. Well, the they, only they, people that listen, Mark, are people that have been paid thirty-five hundred dollars. We all know this. Thirty-five hundred dollars? Yes, yes. Did you not get are your check a, from George? Are we a fake podcast? We might be. Shh. 
Is that the big news? No. <laughs> that is not the big news. Somebody owes me $3,500. <laughs> Stay tuned, listeners. Get to the end and you'll win $3,500. <laughs> Hey! Some of these people actually know us, Duncan. Do you mind? I want to go back on another one of those cruises, so <laughs> this will be great. Send your invoices to Christy Knowles at Vocal Minority Towers. <laughs> Nigeria, no. <laughs> All right. Um, man of the match, if you have one. Yes, and it has to be from TFC. Um, Moro, I like this game. It's mine too. Um, nice goal. Avoided worked a pratfall embarrassment thing and scored. So, yeah, he worked hard. I was I kind of struggled to find anybody who really shone. Everybody was fairly equal, with the exception of he's not a right back. But <laughs> it was underwhelming performance overall. But he did the business when when called upon, and it's kind of it was it was an easy award to get this week. Let's put that way. Yeah, I feel like Morrow. There, there was a lot of crosses coming. I don't know if it was specifically his problem or. Who was supposed to be like the left midfielder, or if it was like Hagland at left centre back? But pretty much the entire like, first twenty minutes, half an hour, is constantly crosses coming in from the left, which presumably he should have been around to help stop. But so you know, I can't really go with Justin Morrow. But, oh, you know, there's no one really stood out. I'll go with Josie Alton. As I say, that's that would be the other choice, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, excellent, excellent tripping. Yes. 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 Well, strong. well, well done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Strong. Speaking of... Who's your man of the match? Uh, mine's Justin Morrow as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's right. But the Josie Alstor, thank you for bringing that up oh, because... Oh. Um, so as we know, Josie... Alejandro. Alejandro Bedoya. Bedoya? Bedoya. Um, mm. So Alejandro Bedoya had some words to say about Josie in the post-match. Um, basically that he thought Josie may have gone down a little easy and that that's kind of something that's, that he that's does. What he does. Yeah. You know, and I after yeah, I know. If, if if somebody's hand goes across my neck towards the back of my collar, I'm probably going to fall down even if I'm not playing a soccer game. Mm. But that's just me. It's I mean, right now it's probably a very smart thing to do. I think the refs have specifically been told this year crack down on this sort of thing. So that you know, is, get yes. it in there early. Mm-hmm. And you know, get your free kicks get your penalties before everyone comes to their senses and realizes well no we can't do this every time so after that Josie then tweeted out um, it's since been deleted which is too bad I I wish players would just stick with that Um, not surprised to hear you sort of running your mouth but never to my face you got a lot to say but not face to face which doesn't surprise me at all you know, thanks. Basically, it was like, USA. This, yeah, it was like, USA. who's got the popcorn? Oh my god, that camp in two weeks is going to be amazing. It needs, it needs to be said in like the rock's like voice or that candor that 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 that's like, you're talking crap about me, talking, you're running your mouth. No, you can, you never say it to my face. We'll see, we'll see at this camp. You know, like just build up to mm. a fight at the camp. But then, that live stream on Facebook? Yeah. I imagine Facebook does everything. Oh, yeah. Trying. Pretty much, yeah. So then Bedoya came back and said, you know, amazing how quotes can get taken out of context. All's good, man. Still love you. Mm. Basically, like, I was just kidding. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, We're buddies. Maybe you were, but, but, but it, it didn't it sound really like Josie was kidding. Yeah, Don't punch no. my face in, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir. Not my meal ticket. Please. And I've watched that clip of Bedoya a couple of times. Where everyone's like, oh, look, he's smiling while he's saying that. I'm like, yeah, no, he looked fairly serious. And 
if you you know if you're a rookie then maybe you sort of you don't know how to choose your words Bedoya is not new to this he's been in MLS for what eight years He's played, you know, for the for the team, you know, for the international for the U.S. team. Like this isn't something that you have media training now. Mm. So you either just sort of go, ah, guys, I'm not going to comment on that, and you leave it be, or stand by your fucking words. Anyway, great. So speaking of uh, standing by, no, um, right back issues, or as I like to put it, the endo times. Mm. Um, admittedly, only one game, but this is something that we had worried about during the offseason that TFC didn't have a backup for Stephen Betashore. So how badly, you know, going forward, how badly have TFC hamstrung themselves by not getting, you know, someone who can play at that position? And they keep talking about this kid. Um, also, he sounds Norwegian. But he is. Whether he is or not. He but, is. Oh, okay. Ivan um, Dolseth or something. Yeah. Like that. Like That's that, a great name. They're going to sign him any minute now. Okay. Time's up. Um, yeah. So you know the season has started. Mm-hmm. We might want to. Have Isn't there a up. window or a screen door that closes? I don't. I don't know how the. Well, he's already in their camp, so oh. I think they have proprietary. We'll sign you when we feel like it. Kind of rights. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, like this was something that stood out to all of us. I think during the off season that this hadn't happened, and look how well it's working. Yeah, that, that was clearly the big gamble, and uh, you know they they lost uh, right away. It's it's kind of unfortunate, really. You know, it's probably the one position where oh yeah, if he gets injured, we're kind of boned, and that's where uh, we did get an injury. Is that his name? Alsif? I think yeah, so, yes. Oswin. Oyvind Alseth. Yeah. This guy just managed to add 15% to whatever his offer is. Yes. So good. Yeah, that's true. Well played. If he's got an agent yeah. and he must, it's probably just like, yeah. come on, come on. Let's... Hmm, they need a right back. But You're not going to need roommates when you buy, they, when you they, get a place in Toronto with this really contract. They don't really need a right back right now. So, yeah, when, when are going to sign this contract right now? Yeah, maybe in a couple of weeks. No. Yeah, now. Let's <laughs> check. How about now? No, now they're going to wait to, yeah. for the concussion protocol to find out if, if Betashore is good. And then the offer goes in. They got back from Philly 20%. and uh, also his agents like sitting outside of Bez's office. Big smile on his face. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Want to chat? <laughs> is it business time yet? <laughs> but, um, and well, the other thing is this could have, you know, to me, this seemed like a game in which Vanny might have wanted to change the tactics. I didn't put Vanny tactics in here, but we're going to bring it up anyway. Um, why not go four at the back? Uh, why not have the diamond, you know, give Vasquez less room to have to roam. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to throw him in there, you're going to make him start in this game, these crappy conditions, bring back the diamond. Why not for one game? Yeah. That would have made sense in this one. Yeah, I mean, if you're only going with, like, the the three-man midfield, then, you know, obviously Bradley's at the bottom of it. That's been established. The other two have to do a lot of running around and covering space, and yeah. I really don't think that's his game. No. Um... So yeah, it wouldn't have been a bad idea to uh, to change things around, and you know, even if you do change it to a four at the back, you know, you've still got to answer the question of well, who's at right back? Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've got like the well, if you've yeah. got four at the back, it's I think it's easier to shunt over like probably Hagland or Zavaleta and just be like, you just mm. go over there, and Drew Moore will control, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it seemed like a misstep. Yeah, and again, like Vasquez is like, mm, doesn't quite look like he fully fits there. And there's, you can see there's certain good things he did. Like he, he right now at least, you know, maybe it's just a question of him 
figuring out how to fit in better with his teammates and all that sort of thing. Right now he looks like a bit of a luxury player. This was not a luxury match. There will be matches where a luxury player will be a very nice luxury to have. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, he often looked as if he's just not quite on the pitch. He was like, kind of like pointing as if he was, oh, now pass me the ball. No, oh, you didn't. Yeah. Make a run over there. Oh, you're not doing it. Which is a little alarming because what's more likely that this MLS team will... Sort of learn to play move themselves up to Barcelona Academy Bruges whatever da, 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 you know, good player level or are you going to have to come down to their level because I think that's probably a little simpler isn't it well there was one thing actually that kind of hopefully sto- he can that stood out mm. for me when we were talking about Vasquez um, early in the game when you know TFC were looking quite shambolic but there was this moment where um, they were trying to they were trying to clear the ball and Vasquez had the ball and, and was about to move off, you know, to the wing, you know, get a little bit of space before he passed off. Michael Bradley, who was basically very mm. close to him, took the ball from him. And I, I remember watching and looking, looking on Vasquez's face was kind of like, what the fuck, man? Um, I kind of had this. So... It's kind of like it's kind of like Bradley when he first showed up. Well, and that's Didn't, I don't trust any of you. I'm doing all the positions. Just that's what I said. so like the trust isn't or something. clearly not there yet. Um, again, I sort of question him starting this game, but you know, they, they, these two are going to have to work together at some point because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know Vasquez is going to get more and more starting time. It's going to happen, whether it's at the expense of Cooper or Osorio, and everyone was very much up in arms over Osorio um, sitting on this game. As opposed to Cooper, I wouldn't be surprised if on the weekend it's Cooper that sits and Osorio starts. I Plausible. Think, I think there's a opportunity for both, but in this particular formation, only one of them's going to play if Vasquez starts. Um, all right, last thing up on our look back at the game on the weekend. Altitz. Hey. Thank you. Uh, was it just playing with the wind at their backs, or did having Ricketts on the pitch really change the dynamic of the game for TFC that much? They scored within a minute of him coming on. Clearly, there's that's some, the key. There's, there's something there. Yeah, always happens. Mm. Yeah, put uh, Ricketts on, they score. It, it's it. It kind of felt like as soon as, as soon as uh, um, Jamaica came off, Philadelphia's entire strategy on how to handle the Toronto offense <laughs> went to pot. They had no idea that they had them had him relatively contained. He had a half chance or two, yeah. but. Otherwise, he wasn't getting a sniff on, like, any real clear moments. He couldn't beat anybody. But that's not so much Javico's fault. They just had they had a way of making sure there was enough bodies on him. You mean other teams he, have figured out how to deal with Javico? It's not what? the first time that other teams have figured out how to deal with a Toronto forward. I mean, I look at, you know, Plata, who had one... He, they used him like a one-trick pony, scored a couple goals off the bench, real nice, and then... That was figured out real quick because they only gave him one thing to do. And then they sold him off to RSL and his career just plummeted. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, where is he now? Yeah, I don't even I don't even know if that guy even works anymore. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. Doesn't clearly not making any money. Probably doing in a pony this. show somewhere. Yeah. But but the thing is that riding one of those little ponies. Probably. Yeah, or yeah. or is the pony. I'm not sure. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Little burrow. Is that mm. burrow? Burrow. 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 Mm-hmm. burrow. Speaking of burritos. But this my place point, down the street. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once he came off, they don't have an answer for whatever Toronto's plan B is. And that seems to be the case from last year. As soon as Ricketts came on, it's like, like they're, it's like they're yelling at each other, Penny, 
quick. Like they don't know what the mm. fuck to do. Well, Next. he's got speed. He's got height. He's got a nose for at least getting to the goal. And you know, he, once he gets up there, it's a little different. But he knows how to find his space, and he knows how to take advantage yeah. of it. And some, it, and I mean, we've seen if he has to throw his entire corpse at the ball, he'll do it. Yes, but, <laughs> which I love. But at the same time, like they don't have a response for him. So you like the definition of insanity is you keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Greg. <laughs> so I'm just this is your next lesson just Greg. saying just saying uh, I'm not surprised it worked what I am surprised is that it takes this long for change to take place wait oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, as well as a special shout out to well, probably not TSM but whoever's feed TSM was using where it's like oh well, we're just going to keep focusing on Juvinko hobbling off the pitch and hobbling in. Oh, oh he's a penalty. penalty. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. <sighs> I can only imagine on the Philadelphia feed of the play-by-play, they're like, oh, Toronto's screwed now. They are, they are not going to be able to replace him. <laughs> and then, as oh sh- oh shit, uh, yeah, a penalty has been called. For, uh, yeah, that was funny. We're all like, what? What? Yeah. And then the, the camera swings back. Everyone's getting ready. I didn't rewind that part. I just, I just figured, oh, I must have blacked out or something for <laughs> thirty hilarious. seconds. Yeah, they, they were watching screaming, Jim hobble, yeah. screaming, yeah. hobble, awkward, awkward, awkward. Oh, and there's referees pointing to the spot. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, that was, was quite delightful. Is, was that? Because of Javinko, like I, what I know. It was, it was. I mean, the foul was clearly out. You call that? Yeah, you usually have to call that fairly quickly and, and timely. But although I would like to say, Nick Hagelin fouled him outside the box. Uh, for Philly's penalty, yeah. Uh, the, the contact suddenly started outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Yes. the dude landed in the box. In the box, but contact was... started. You know, if we're, if we're going, if we're gonna yeah. be like uh, after seeing a few replays of it, it's like it's so marginal. But mm-hmm. oh, I don't, it, it I don't, could have gone either. Yeah, way. I don't blame the ref for it. I no, I originally thought, oh yeah, that's that is a penalty. Nice going, Nikki. But, Job. But hit the woodwork. So nice going, Nikki. All right, what's up? Well, yeah. Yeah. Full marks. Man of the match. Change my man of the match. Nick Haglin for drawing a penalty that, didn't, that they didn't come from. Well done, Nick. Completely took away their momentum. Yes, yep. exactly. Uh, Good job. Game guy, changer, you, cerebral. Nick Haglin. Yes. Nick Haglin. Yeah. Yes. He's on a whole other level. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's playing a different game. He truly is. He's our Neo. <laughs> he truly is. I think it's seven. We don't know rugby, what game. I, yeah, I'm we're just, not sure what game it is. Whatever but. it is, keep playing it soft. Last weekend, it was not just TFC who was battling frigid conditions and having to deal with, you know, the wind to not winning. There were a number of other teams who had to deal with all of those things, especially the not winning. Um, and here to tell us all about the weekend's comings and goings in MLS is Duncan with this weekend's MLS wins and losses. Duncan. Thank you, Krista. You're welcome. I'll save you with my crossbar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's grim up north. 
Uh, British cliche is very much applied to the States this weekend as well. Uh, apparently it can be cold in March. Who, Who knew? knew? What? Winter schedule, people. No. Come on. No. I, mm. We should play all year round. No. Yes. Uh, those tough, hardy, revolutionary patriots of New England had no time for that, uh, deciding instead to postpone their game against Orlando because it's too cold. We Muffin. Somebody need a blankie. Huh? Hot teal, you need a blankie? Hmm? Did your chowder freeze over? Is ch- that the problem? <laughs> hmm. oh, you don't like iced tea in your party? Hey. Hmm. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tea party. Thank you. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, everyone else sucked it up and got on with it. And uh, yeah, like men. Yes, <laughs> their grit meters are off the charts. It's true. It's true. It's uh, starting on Saturday in Bridgeview as the tire fire took on RSL. Uh, they got two quick goals, partially thanks to some uh, excellent refereeing from Kevin Stott, noticing that the pass to a clearly offside Nemarch Nijulik. Nikolic, whatever, I don't know, uh, actually came from an RSL player, and this was all good and not upside. So, well done, Kevin. And we obviously shit on refs a lot, so well done. It was, and I was very impressed. I was like, hey, mm, good four job. Points. Good yeah. um, then the fire coasted home for a 2 0 win. Well, pretty dull, really. Uh, talking of dull, Colorado went to Harrison. Uh, Tim Howard had a great game, but it wasn't enough. They lost 1 0 to the Rebels, thanks to an Eric Miller own goal. Luis Robles broke the MLS record with his 142nd consecutive start in this one. Wow. Good for him. Was he Robles? Was he Robles or was he Robles? Robles. Uh, <laughs> my feed did not show the goalie from the waist down. <laughs> Uh, Dirty. Yes. I've been, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's better than that guy yelling Louie at him the whole game that one time. <laughs> Louie? Were you not with us? I don't think so. Red Bulls were, we were at BMO and some behind us or a few rows in front of us. Louie! Louie, you suck! Like, he kept calling you, like, the whole time. We're just like, please stop. We hate you so much. Louis, you Lu- suck. Luis, yes. you suck. Yes, let's get it right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna hackle, do it properly. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, we move on to the uh, the Stade Olympique, where uh, Nacho Piatti ran riot and the impact went up two 0 Looked to be coasting home, uh, before imploding to the tune of two goals in the last ten minutes. Uh, the newest sounding enthusiast, Will Bruin, Ow. getting the equalizer in injury time. Uh, that was Stefan Fry's 100th game with Seattle. Wow. Um, what? He's allowed to play 100 uh, games? Yes. For I, like one club? I think it's a bit of a shame they didn't drop him after 99 yeah. games just for shiggles. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... But, uh, you know, good for you, yeah, Stefan. Yeah, you know, good, good, med- good. another mediocre player who left. And, and, went on and to went on struggle. To do something. And like, yeah. what, and what the fuck is Seattle one? I mean, yeah. like, really? really? Yeah, what has he ever done for uh, Seattle? Mm. Clearly nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Houston, once again, looked good going forward, uh, getting goals again from Cubo Torres and Rommel Kyoto, and another from Albert Elise, as uh, they have a Columbus 3-1. Uh, the crew's goal coming from Ola Camara in injury Ola. time. Hello? Hello. Hi. My headphones are picking something up. Go on. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, uh, a goal from Ola Camara in injury Hello. time. Hello. <laughs> what the fuck? I, sorry, I... 
I've shut my phone off. I okay, don't, all right, I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the Jonathan Mensah got sent off before that happened, but anyway, it ended 3 1. Uh, Houston, uh, 100% so far. Wow. Six points, which I don't think many Go on, you orange. Saw coming. Uh, speaking of Texans, uh, with a midweek CCL tie coming up, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeah! <sighs> uh, went to the Sparks with a weakened team and uh, ground out a 0 0 draw. Uh, Paxton Pomical. <laughs> what? That's a thing. Uh, a player in my fantasy team, merely because of his dumb name, uh, became the youngest ever starter for Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeehaw! In this one, uh, one of three homegrown kids playing their first game. Oh, that's, that's delightful. Kids are all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's what Oscar Pareja had to say about that. The first thing for them was to have, how you say, personality in the game. I stand for a lot of personality and belief in what they are, and we are really proud of their, how you say, job. I hear it's like, as for personality, I just have like thoughts of like jazz hands. I know, like just like. Pass the ball to me here. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. And Fossy. Yeah, Fossy, yeah. <laughs> yes. Meta, Yes. Uh, anyway, here is uh, Paxton Pomical's thoughts on the experience. Holy shit. The toughest part was the fans, for sure. Because it was my first big game in a big stadium like that. Taking corner kicks. They're in your ear. Like, right in your ear. But you get your first couple of passes in, and then like you just sort of zone them out, and you just play your game. Aww. Get that kid a juice box. Oh, that's adorable. I prefer milk. Bless that's adorable. Him. Bless him. Uh, we're not sponsored by milk. I don't have any homework this weekend. Good. Mm, Good. My little pony. Bless him. Oh. Mm. So cute. Yes. Uh, finally, on Saturday, the Whitecaps, uh, also with a CCL <laughs> fixture to plan around, uh, again, played a weekend team, including the first ever games for uh, Ben McKendry and Jake Dawinsky. And uh, yeah, now that I've heard, I've heard <laughs> I better names and debuts. Like, yes, uh, with Freddie Montero still on the bench, uh, they went to San Jose and blew the bloody doors off, racing into a two-nil lead in 17 minutes. Even Eric Hurtado scored. Didn't think that was allowed. It was very amazing. weird. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, Russell Tybert has normal hair. Ooh, really? What? I they paid attention to that. I didn't know it. Yeah, this, well, that was why, because yes, he has... Should, there's nothing noticed. to heckle about. You just don't heckle, I guess. It was mm. really weird. All right. Anyway, so continue. Yes. Uh, yeah, it all went wrong. Uh, David Ousted <laughs> got himself a red card for fouling uh, Chris Wondolowski. Oh, tragic. Carl uh, Robinson decided to sub off Nicholas Mesquita rather than Hurtado or Kikuta Mane, who'd both have been much better options. Uh, from there, it was all earthquakes. Came back to win 3-2. Ah. Uh, another fantastic goal from Anibal Garoy, sealing their second straight win. Uh, Robbo knew he got that one wrong. I would have taken back the mosquito sub if I could. That didn't sound Welsh at all, did it? No, I believed it. I'm gonna gonna stop. That's Northern Welsh. It's clearly Northern Welsh. It's Wales on the border. Yeah, Yeah. the one that's that's right near Liverpool. You know, Hollywood. Yes. Uh, I would have taken back the mosquito sub if I could. I apologized to him at half time. I said to him, I said, uh, I treated you like a goat. I should have treated you like a sheep. That, I was that, sorry. That's, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, you don't want to get your goats and your sheep. No, no, no. That'll cause a fight in some parts of Scotland. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, moving on to Sunday, and uh, this saw DC go to historic, legendary Yankee Stadium. Uh, it all went very, very wrong for them. Uh, David Villa scored twice. It ended in a remarkably easy 4-0 win for the Pizza Rats. Uh, here's Ben Olsen on that one. Do I think they are 4-0 better than us? No. They were today. The scoreline does not lie. <laughs> very true, Ben. Very true. It's the only way to look at it. Mm. I'm, I'm glad I made DC my pick for Eastern Conference champions. That's looking good so far. <laughs> Strong. Mm. Strong. Yes. Did I mention the TFC are undefeated? <gasps> Hooray! Anyway, uh, all in all, that was uh, a big embarrassment. Surely that was going to be talk of the whole league for Must the rest do. of the week. Oh, yeah, because there's four, four nil blowout. Nothing worse. could top what, what that. Could, what could top that? I have no idea. <clears throat> Next up was Minnesota United's first home game uh, in front of 35,000 very enthusiastic fans, some of whom were shirtless in the cold and the snow. Uh, it's all very Newcastle United, just like Adrian Heath wants. Oh, that's lovely. Delightful, yes. The uh, Newcastle United impression continued on the pitch as well, though. Uh, after conceding five last week, uh, two changes were made to the defence. And it didn't work out. Uh, they were pretty awful. And the AU guys, exotic Latinos, ran riot. Goals from Josef Martinez, Ooh. Miguel Almiron, Ooh. and Jacob Peterson. Oh. Meaning oh. it ended 6 oh, no. 1. I need a drink. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Margarita uh, for oh, oh. Let's cool myself down here. <laughs> uh, that was the first time an expansion team had ever scored six in a particular game. Uh, Minnesota set two other records of their own, became the first MLS side ever uh, to concede five or more in two straight games. And it only took them two games to, to Oh, they're a TFC-ing us. Yeah. 2007 TFC, thanks you. Yes, talking of, they also crushed the previous highest amount of goals conceded in an expansion team's first two games. Uh, they're 11 handily beating the six conceded by 2007 TFC. Hey. I just can't. We're wait. not the worst. I can't. We're wait. not the worst. Although they have scored two goals already, so you know. Oh. Boo! Mm, Fuck them. Oh. Yeah, they're not quite doing it right. Uh, uh, there were also snow clearing breaks and an orange ball to add to the fun of this one. That is uh, positively. Yes. Dutch. I love it. I love uh-huh. when they when they bring out the orange. You see you see it sometimes in England, Scotland, but I always associate the orange ball with like the Netherlands and sometimes France and sometimes Germany. Oh, that's great. I'm glad I got some use. Heartwarming, really. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Heath has uh, has figured out the problem, though. Hello. Hello. Hi, Adrian. Oh. I'm in a very warm bubble bath. That's nice. Good, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It is good. You, you stay positive. Yeah. I was poor defending. Oh, oh there it's it. Yeah. Great. Makes sense. Yeah. We're poor at the back. Mm. Oh, another good point. Yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of work to do there. Huh. Wow. That's he, he nailed it. I can see why he's a coach. Oh. Fuck off. Such insight. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It, it's been a rough couple of weeks. No, it's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. He's on edge. Keep keep your head up, Adrian. Yeah. No, I'm going to go okay. under the bubbles. Don't drown that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't. Well, I need a straw mm. so I can breathe. Oh. Right. Yeah, that's fair. All right. That's fair. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Adrian. Thanks for coming. It's lovely. It's, it's always great we get him on. I do. It's, yeah. it's, I, that's why I like having him back in the league, is that we, we, we he, get even to... Even when times are tough, he's still ready to... He's, yep. Yeah. As long as he has a good one bubble bath, I feel like he'll be okay. Yeah. 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 
moving on, what else have we got from that game? Uh, the head AU guy, Gerardo Martino, uh, though he was unimpressed with his team's 6-1 win. We didn't do anything special today. Rico. We finished the chances we had. Suave. 6-1. Nothing special. So the song goes. So the song goes. It'll be a bumper. Just two. When you listen to the episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. I look forward to it. Good. Unless I heard it like ten minutes ago. I don't know if it's going to be at the front or the back. Who knows? I'll probably put it at the back. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, Well, then I look forward to it. We'll see what other amazing old references we come up with in this episode (laughs) of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Uh, We're back, baby. Finally, Portland. Finally, Poland went to LA, uh, came away with a 1-0 win on a Diego Charter goal. Uh, the Galaxy, now alone with Minnesota, is the only teams to have lost twice so far. <laughs> and to make things worse, they had uh, Jelly Van Damme send off for a couple of very dubious yellows from uh, Baldomero Toledo. And uh, then they lost Giovanni Dos Santos to injury at halftime. So, uh, yeah, good times in Carson. That um, post-arena yes. time is just suiting them so well. Yes, the, uh, the, the new coach dump. They seem to be getting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. I'll rehab your little Italian. Mm-hmm. Rico. Suave. Rico. Seguro que han oído que yo soy educado Soy un caballerito, un chico bien portado Un joven responsable y siempre bien vestido Yo no sé quién ha mentido I don't drink or smoke and into dope I know So before we, we've got a few sort of other things to discuss before we look ahead to um, this weekend's match First up on Thursday, no, Wednesday the last week at some point, I believe it was Wednesday, ESPN released the results of their annual and anonymous player survey. So 140 players took part. Only NYCFC did not participate at all. Seriously, right? It's anonymous, you guys. Yeah. An- anonymous, hello? Pierlo doesn't have access to your computer. Uh, I know he's a wizard and all that. So but. the players could speak their minds freely, and uh, the nature of the, some of the questions were kind of fun. Some of them were boring, but you know you got to throw the boring ones in with the with the fun ones. But the first one I'm going to sort of bring up: Are you happy with MLS's pay structure? Seventy nine percent said no. No what? way. No. Although we'd like to point out, what were you all doing at the CBA last year? If this many mm. of you don't like it, mm-hmm. so here are some of the the anonymous quotes or comments um i think the structure needs to be improved they need to raise the minimum salary to at least a hundred thousand i guess the cap to get up with it as well, more then, young yeah. american and canadian players to play soccer they need to see the players are not being paid enough to rent their own apartment in a big city or buy a nice car that's mm. weird you really need a nice car just take transit hello you know what though but you got to remember like that that seventy thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars whatever the, the minimum 60 is. now i 60? think that sixty grand will go a lot further in Kansas City than it will in New York City. Oh, sure. And, and that, to me, that's like the damning, like San Jose. That's a, that's another expensive town. Like your sixty thousand dollars in Columbus, go you go a lot further with that than my sixty thousand in sure. San Jose. 
So I get that. And also, back to my a thing that I've said many, many times. You ain't major league shit if you make close to what I make. Yeah, that's no, not, for sure. That's sad. Uh-huh. At one point in time, I was making more than players on TFC. That's that was terrifying. And I made nothing. Yeah. Anyway, um, it could be better, but the strides they made over the last two CBAs have been good. I came into the league on a $12,000 contract. Yeah, now these guys are making between 50 and 60 grand. Um, so I figure, who would that be? Who would that be? Someone old. Someone old. Will Johnson, is that you? Um, you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's plausible. Uh, yeah. The discrepancy between DPs and the guys on minimum salary is insane. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you're going to have that kind of pay structure, then yes. Um, anyway, so that was interesting. Just the, basically almost everyone says no. Mm-hmm. If you were commissioned for a day, what one thing would you change? The top two were pay. Mm-hmm. The second one was charters, which I thought was interesting that it was the second most popular answer. Um, now, I understand, given the amount of time and distance that MLS teams spend traveling, and they have to deal with over the course of the season, the fact that you have to get like special permission for what your two charter flights a season. Um, but also that it beat out league transparency and freedom of movement for players. Mm. I, w- I was sort of expecting those to be higher than the desire to have a private plane. I I kind of I kind of feel like the 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 freedom of movement would be secondary if you were making better money. Like if you could make a hundred thousand, like if you're guaranteed a minimum, or not even a guarantee, but if you're likely to make ninety thousand dollars versus sixty thousand dollars. You're doing pretty good. So then, all right, we've tackled that. Let's see about being able to go to another club. Yeah, but the big money ridiculous... guys don't like it when they have to move. I'm like, you know, there's there's more than one sort of infamous one. Brian Chang being fairly recent, you know, basically oh, yeah. pouting in Montreal until he could retire as a dynamo. Um, so there's been a few like that. So I, I kind of I kind of feel that if the transparency thing was cleared up, that would go away. That would rectify the pay problem. Sure. Because, you know, there. Th- I still find it insane that that owners and the league keep saying, you know, we keep we're losing money every year. We're losing money every year. We're losing money every year. How many cities were bidding for franchises mm. at a hundred million dollars a pop? Was it twelve million now? Isn't it? Was that one hundred fifty? Oh, yeah. It doesn't it matter. It just goes up every single year. Like billionaires love to waste money. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fact as somebody money. who has a large sum of cash. Yes, you recently bought a house in Toronto. Mm. <laughs> as somebody who has a large sum of cash. Do you tend to want to piss away lots of it just because you want to be a part of some club? And are you willing to compete with other people who are willing to do something as dumb, given how wealthy you are? Mm, That's how I got this wealthy. Exactly. Just just simply by making those kinds of decisions. To me, it's... It feels like that whole we're losing money, we're losing money. It's a bit of a fucking exaggeration slash lie a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. So, Just a bit. so uh, Maybe. yeah, I think I think if the transparency thing was actually, I mean, it'll never happen as long as no. there's a union and as long as there's a salary cap, it'll never happen. But if it were to ever happen. That would fix the pay scale sure. immediately. I was just still, again, I still remain surprised the charters was the second thing that they would change mm-hmm. if they were commissioned for a day. You wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they were to tell you what clubs they came from. The ones that are in like the far corners. Like nobody on Kansas City is going, we really wish we had a charter. You're in the middle of the fucking country. You're good. You're, <laughs> You're good. golden. Vancouver, Seattle, maybe not Vancouver, Seattle, but like New England, Orlando. Yeah, they would want a charter when they have to go crisscross. 
to make it easier. And then they want to jump, jump. This is crisscross. Mm-hmm. San Diego, when they get in, you know. Oh, yeah. Be, mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a shoe one. Mm-hmm. LAFC next year by themselves without Miami. <gasps> Suck it, David but, but Beckham. David Beckham. No. But, but, but. That's Gar- okay. Garber said so. When we get to 32, he'll be there for yeah, that one. Yeah, that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one that uh, I think Duncan will enjoy. This is all about the villains in the league. What player crosses the line in terms of discipline? Number one with 25% of the vote. <laughs> Ozzy Alonso. Yep. Yep. I and not a surprise. Totally at buy all. that. Very good player. Very effective. I, you know, don't have him on my team, but the guy's a thug. Oh for yeah. Sure. Uh, followed by Philippe Martins at eleven percent. Oh again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Jones, seven percent. Mm-hmm. Was a little surprised at that one actually. The the remainder of the top: uh, Kendall Waston, mm-hmm. Diego Chara. Yes. Mm-hmm. This one I expected to be higher. I expected him to be up where Jermaine Jones was. It's Aurelien Collin. Yeah, you would just think he'd be yeah. yeah, and Clint Dempsey. Dempsey's hilarious. Oh, D- but Dempsey, it's totally true, though. He's yeah, no, no. such a jerk. Uh, absolutely, uh, without question. What was funny is that I clearly am not entirely familiar with Ozzy Alonso's full body of work. Um, I had no problem with basically the rest of the list. It's like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually kind of felt that uh, uh, Collin and uh, Martins would have been one two in that order if i had to guess but yeah the fact that they yeah Yeah. they're getting recognized is important yeah but i think there's obviously maybe a couple of different ways i mean you they both seem uh you know sort of pantomime villain you know the 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 diving and the faking and the you know just really obnoxiousness where i think you know alonso it's just straight out yeah that guy's just like a yeah a thug and probably like a really sort of smart really annoying thug. yes punch in the face Pretty much. Type of guy. Yeah. yeah, just a sort of, you know, discreet little kick of the ankles as you walk in by you when the ref's not looking and yeah. things like that and uh, all those sorts of things. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, it's entertaining. Um, this one I quite liked a lot, this question. What's more important, winning the Supporter Shield or MLS Cup? Emphatically, the answer was MLS Cup at 84%. Uh, but the comments, this, the first comment just made me giggle and it's true. MLS Cup. No one remembers the Supporter Shield winners. True, and that's true. often very true. Uh, second one, Shield. It's a body of work for the whole season. Whereas with MLS Cup, you could be the sixth seed and get hot at the right time. True. Yeah. I see, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm all for the league champion at the end of the regular season being the champion, just because. That's what we're used to. Like to me, well, it's not, it's not even like yeah. That's what we're used to as, as people who watch 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 footy around the world. And we're also used to the other as people who watch North American sports. But I even I find like, you know, you play, you know, take baseball. You play 160, 170 games to eliminate what, like, seventy five percent. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a preseason. Yeah. Like, mm. and that's really what it becomes is a preseason. You undermine the value of all those games just so you can eliminate a bunch to have. Okay, but now here's the real thing. We put you through all this bullshit just so we can get down to these ten teams. Like six months of six games a week, yeah, yeah, and it's the game and again and again and again against. And, the and same don't get me wrong, like, and and, and yeah. I love, like, I love a cup final. I love a a playoffs. Like March Madness is a fantastic tournament to watch, and I like that. But at the same time, you can have two champions and have them as equal prominence as it as as it probably once was. 
You know, that's why you have your your your, your community shield type tournaments where where the champion of your your play down plays the champion of your yeah. t- of the top. It's like that's kind of neat. Well, the final comment was I, I, I sort of liked it. They sort of balanced the two. It was like MLS Cup, but I do think the Supporter Shield winner is the best team. Mm-hmm. I and I, I thought that that was you know it's a very mature way of looking at it. And I don't know that all players look that think it that way, but it's true. Um, last one we highlighted, and just if you do, just Google search the ESPN anonymous it's so player. Worth it's really worth it. It really is. It's quite delightful. Um, it is easily my favorite annual thing, and I'm and I like the kit releases. So like that. Yeah. That's been <laughs> like this is this is always this always delivers. You know, there's no. There's no Columbus Crew flag jersey in the MLS <laughs> anonymous. Oh, I wish they would ask thing. them about like, the kids. Just <laughs> that would be delightful. What's the worst kid in MLS? Uh-huh. Um, but this one is most overrated player in MLS. TFC <laughs> <laughs> fans, get ready. Uh, coming in first is Mixed Discrude, sixteen percent. That's absolutely for, for fair. hype and bullshit. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Um, coming in second at seven percent. Michael Bradley. Hey. Hey. Nothing we haven't said around here a few times. Yeah. Uh, I like to think Michael Bradley was like the anonymous responder who is uh, you know, voting for Michael Bradley. Uh, right behind him, uh, Josie Altador's best friend, Alejandro Bedoya. Andrea Pirlo uh, at 4%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that, totally. Yeah. And speaking of Josie Altador. And Alejandro Bedoya's best friend. Yeah, Josie Altador, Josie Altador. also hey. at 4%. Um, the one comment I noted was, uh, Michael Bradley is a good player, yeah. but not mm-hmm. for the money he's getting paid and the hype around him. That's exactly Can what I we've said. Yeah, that, that is wisdom right there. We've, we've, said, we've said that almost every other game <laughs> last year. And the year he's before. He's a good player, but I'm sure we can get something... Else for six million dollars, Sheru money that does well exactly what he does. Maybe I don't know Sheru, and then <laughs> go get a DP of some other ilk. Mm. So that's our quick look uh, at the ESPN anonymous player survey for this season. Uh, but delightful. Do do look it up. Uh, it's well worth your time. All right, so a couple things just about, um, just a brief mention of. So the Canadian women's team was uh, at the Algarve Cup and had done very well. They made it to the final. So on Wednesday, uh, they played the final against Spain, which I thought was kind of fitting. It was their National Women's Day. Uh, ultimately, they did fall 1-0 to Spain, uh, basically from what I was reading, because this one was not broadcast. You had to follow along on Twitter um, or just read up on it later. Uh, the usual Canadian issue, which is lack of sharpness in the finishing area. So uh, unfortunate, but still a good result for them to get to the final. Only lose one nil. I thought that was something to, you know, be happy about as well. Um, we had hoped to talk about the season uh, seat holder package. Uh, my tickets, however, had not have not arrived yet. Mm-hmm. But they are being shipped out this week. So I've seen some pictures online. The scarf doesn't look terrible although i would like to see the full thing um and yeah uh tfc3 
Yeah, they are off right now in the Via Reggio Cup. I got a prescription Ooh. for TFC threes once. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got my Those wisdom teeth amazing. out. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like a day you just like oh, oh. just tripping balls. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, so today they played their first match uh, against Maseratese. Oh, see, see, see. We three three draw. Wow. Um, but it was a come from behind draw, as, as all the best ones are. So they went down two nil very early on in the first half, and then in the second half, basically came storming back Liam Fraser, who is. Probably the probably highest, yes, probably the highest touted uh, academy player right now, at least at that age range or whatever, who was also captain for the day. He got a brace. And then Brandon Oconi, I'm just guessing on how to say his name, mm. um, not a third goal in uh, ex- at a time. So that was lovely. Their next match is on Wednesday against Juventus. <gasps> I know. I so have I. Mm-hmm. All right, so here is something with a little more meat to it, an actual discussion. The Voyager's Cup. Ah. <laughs> We're not even in the CCL, and we still get CONCACAFed. All right, so on yeah. Thursday, um, this year's Voyager's Cup dates and opponents were announced. And that's lovely. It just you know adds to Toronto's packed May, but... Whatever, you know, kids have to play because guess what? The kids do have to play. A uh, new CanCon rule was introduced that every team has to have a minimum of three Canadian players start in every game. Not just name to, you know, the team for the tournament. No, they have to start every game. So that's that's quite great. Um, as well as the news that League One Ontario and Premier League de Soccer de Quebec will be included in the 2018 uh, edition. Yeah, that's um, very good news. That is great. I'm very excited about that. Uh, however, the thing that probably stood out the most, for most, mm. uh, for TFC fans anyway, uh, was the part that said something about a one-off game in August to determine who goes to the 2018 CCL. TFC fans are raising their hands going, but I thought we were going to that. Aren't TFC already qualified? No. Uh, do the change in format for the CONCACAF Champions League. There is no de facto Canadian spot right now. And whoever wins the 2017 Voyager's Cup will take on TFC in a cage match. No. Um, in yeah! a, that'd be great. That'd be so much fun. Oh, I want to call it. Right? Uh, to see who goes forward. Um, so, Fantastic. yeah. It, I, it just... I honestly you're really delighted. like this. Yeah. You're delighted. Yeah. Why are you so delighted? Why are you not angry? Well, A, this in no way takes away the fact that we won the the, the Voyagers Cup in Think 2016. Think of poor Will Johnson. Sure. He he won a trophy. All right. It wasn't, oh my God, he clinched CCL. That was why we were excited. We were excited because we won, won the, the Voyagers, Voyagers Cup. Cup. All right. We still have that. That's true. And you know, the, the, with the, the change, they were always going to have to do something. But it, was it always going to be, yeah, you qualify for a year and a half ahead? Like for the rest of time, or just whoever won it this year didn't qualify. They had to do something, and you're creating a, just a one-off extra game. Fucking love that. So they got forced into a bit of a weird situation, and well done. All CSA. right, so we're going to skip to that part of, of this, which is how upset should the team and fans be over this? Duncan is delighted. Mark. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Tony, did you have something to say? Spurs. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Spurs. Yeah. We know. That's nice. Yeah. Fuck Arsenal. Uh-huh. Can you mm. cut his mic? 
Um, should the fans uh, be upset? Uh, I'm sure that some of the fans will be kind of, well, what the hell is all that for? What a waste of time. But, you know, I like a good Canadian championship game more than, as much as the next podcaster. So, so we get one more. So mm-hmm. Potentially. why not? Why not? I, I, I just he cannot play themselves. I'm just worried that that if they I if feel they like kind they of should though. If sorry, go ahead. No, let's just come back to this. No, it's just, if, if they keep if they keep like diminishing the importance or the significance and all this, like I know it's a slippery slope and this is a rejig, but this is like the second rejig in less than tw- twelve months. If they keep doing it, eventually this game is going to be fielded by TFC two, played out in Vaughn. Like wow, and 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 I'm. I don't want that to happen, obviously, but that could happen because the crowds are going to dwindle and it's not going to be as important. We're not going to play our stars and whatever, whatever, whatever. But that becomes the slippery slope. So, like, ease off on the further jigging things around because we got an entire league, apparently, that's supposed to start debuting soon. Sure. And they're going to fuck up everything, too. So, you know... Let's not be hasty with making up new ideas now. Yeah, I mean, presumably, you mean you know we've added an extra two teams so there'll be seven. You know, is this an idea? Basically, ah, Canadian Premier League will be up and running, and that'll take it to sixteen. I don't know exactly how many teams are going to be in it when it starts. That's but... kind of my hope, like that. There's and then it's just like a straight knockout. Yeah, stuff, yeah. that would I is what I Ooh. is what I hope happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I I go back and forth. Like I see where I see what you're saying. I do, and and I actually like. I actually like the change to the CONCACAF format, like because the way it was happening before was really stupid. Mm. When you were playing your qualifying games and it just you know the large gaps, it was very strange. So I, I like the change to it in that sense. I do think it's sort of frustrating because it was like, yay, we're back in CCL, but maybe yes. not. We might not be. Now, I think Toronto FC is probably going to win the Voyagers Cup, but I always think that. Um, Same. And they're fairly good at well no I don't want to say they're good at one off games no that's not true so, um, I mean basically though when, when you look at things what you, you thought we had was you know a spot in the a, a home and away game against somebody so one home game and you know maybe we win maybe we don't whatever now we you know we've got this guaranteed one home game anyway for this year at least it's at home I, that's true yeah it's, it's on our turf, which is nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And like from what Mike was saying earlier, you know, TFC can't play TFC. They should. If we win the Voyagers <laughs> Cup, just We're, take the entire first team squad. You know, keep TFC two out of it, but the entire first team squad and play everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and just have them split up into teams of like 14 or 15 per team. Uh, you know, just appoint two captains and then have them pick whoever they want. That would be fun. And, you know, shirts versus skins. That would be silly and, fun. <laughs> you know, let's go. And, uh, That'll get know. the ladies out too, you I w- know. I would, I... Then there's got to be a lot of, you know, little, like, frustrations that pop up throughout a sure, season. Sure, during training, yeah. People are, like, bothered to get, you know, it's, you know, it's... Ah, you know, this is Nick Haglund's chance to, to like punch Michael Bradley, whatever he might want to do. I, I don't know why he'd want to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. All right. I, I would All enjoy right. that. But you know. anyway, that's just silliness. But the the actual game itself, if TFC don't win, I am 100% going to be there. I will enjoy it. Okay. Uh, the new opponents for next year. 
Uh, my opinion, I really think this can only help the tournament. Um, yeah, I think but it's great. W- my question sort of is, will the CPL be included immediately upon its inception, or are they going to have to wait a year? I figure the second that there's actually teams and players, they're going to be like, okay, so you guys are going to play in the tournament, right? Yeah, I think they're you know, clearly That's the, the, the CSA is being kept in the loop of what's happening. Yeah. So you know, you keep seeing things from people in the know saying, oh, but you know, trust us, you know, things are happening, we can't say anything yet. The CSA are going to know all those things. Yes. So all these plans can be made and announced at the same time. It's not like the CPL is going to come out and say, this is what we're doing. And the CSA is, holy shit, how do we fit this in? Right. They're going to know. They, so they've already sort of got I some would expect as soon as the CPL is up and running, they will be in the Voyager's Cup. I concur. But guess. I love the fact that there's going to be more teams and yeah, lower level. It's so great. I, 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 it makes me happy. At some point in time, they're gonna like they're gonna find a way to include the BC champs and the yeah. Alberta champs, and yeah, I want that. Yeah, I oh, absolutely, it's gonna I be wanna, amazing. I want to see, I want to see Proper Edmonton Canadian FC get yes. dumped out by some BC Interior champion. Sure. And I want to like I I want to see the, I want to see the minnows take out the giants. Even if it's at the expense of Toronto FC or the mythical Hamilton team that's going to show up in the CPL, like I, I want, I want some giant killers because to me mm-hmm. these cups are made on the legends of giant killers. So the sooner we can have those slayings take place, yep. the better. Yeah. And as much as I do, you know, a USL team taking out an MLS team sounds great. A bunch of guys who get together on Sundays to play in a high level. Regional league <laughs> to take out full timers is amazing. Yeah. Every city will want to put their team in this thing because yeah. they want to crack at Montreal, yeah. Toronto, and Vancouver. You got to think in this sort of like amateur leagues and everything. Sort of Ontario, the sort of Toronto real estate team. It's going to have a good chance there. They got sort of Gal of Lombardo. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they can run together. things. Yeah, yeah. All there housing. you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, I love it. Um, one other thing, just uh, going back to the uh, the the one-off game between sure, sure. the 2016 and 2017 winners, MLS needs to do this as well because you know the American. Oh yeah, no, and no yeah. one has said. Yeah, we haven't heard what USOC is doing yeah. yet. Open Cup versus Open Cup winners, MLS Cup versus MLS Cup winners, Shield winners versus Shield winners, other random team versus other random team. Go. Let, let's just have a. That would be of these delightful. Games. Exactly. Okay. Well, they they I know they used to do that back in the day. Um, when the they had the CSL champion play the APSL champion, yeah. and I forget what I think it was might have been just called the Intercontinental Cup or like even the Pepsi Ooh, Cup or something like that. Bell. And it was just it was a one off. I may have even been home and away, and I know the eighty sixers. Fuck you. Won that one too because <laughs> they won everything. The eighty sixers. Who are they? Who oh, was? that was that. What, 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 now they, now what, see what, when you sitting within the camp when you look at lineage Vancouver, it's just been the white caps no, since since seventy four. It's, it's funny you should be. It's funny you should mention were they from that Calgary. No, no, no. They were Victoria? they were actually I, a Vancouver team. Oh, they were a rival of the white caps. No, no, huh. no. It was strange. Interesting. When the Vancouver white caps folded with the with with the NASL, I, I, I don't understand. A completely yeah, new team showed up. Hmm. Called the eighty sixers that had nothing to do with the white caps. Are you sure? Pretty sure. It's, I it's, feel it's, it really does say on that on their shirt. I can put like. words on a shirt too, guys. <laughs> Doesn't mean a thing. But anyway, like their blog is so called yeah, eighty six forever. I, it was a shame that that game wasn't televised because. I remember just watching sports uh, sports desk in the morning, and oh, Vancouver beat the Maryland Bays three one, 
at, for this cup. I'm like, why wasn't that on television? I totally would have watched that. <laughs> to watch the Canadian champs play the American champs? Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a magical stuff. All right, one more thing about the Voyager's Cup changes. So the CanCon rule. Um, is the new rule a good thing? And if so, which I think most of us agree it is, mm. should it have gone further? Um, I Yes, I would agree it's a good thing. Um, I think probably no, it shouldn't. Because, I mean, to getting back to what Mark was saying before, you go too far with this. You say, yeah, well, you're just going to basically have TFC2 play in... Does, does Montreal still have a Montreal 2? Ottawa? Yeah. No, they they but, they, oh, they isn't, shuttered... Isn't Ottawa there? Yeah, they of? shuttered it's very Montreal compl- FC. It's very complicated. Which had a much um, better badge than your parent club. What the yeah. hell? But yeah, I think this is a, a good sort of balance. You can maybe go to like four or five, maybe. Okay. Wouldn't be against it, but you know, let, let's not go into any kind of you know crazy future where... Ooh, has to be all Canadian. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking that. I just, to me, three... I don't know why, like, you know, there's not a lot of between three and four, but I was like, three felt a little small, I, but four, for whatever reason, feels like just enough. It's kind of like Goyalocks in the porridge. I don't know. It's sure. just right. Hmm. Maybe kind of introduce some secondary, but well, right, there has to be three in the starting. And yes, and maybe like seven in the squad as a whole. Something like that. Yeah, to sort of it's balance it out. So when there's subs, you can't just suddenly sub off all your Canadians and no Canadians are playing. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck you. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it's like the first time the ball goes out of touch, right? We're 30 seconds in. <laughs> All right, we're kicking it off. You just kick the ball out of touch. All right, now you, you, you off. Kind of <sighs> like the old... They started. What do you want? What <laughs> exactly. do you want from us? Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the old UEFA rules where you can only have three foreigners per team. Yes. Mm. Didn't stop AC Milan from having six world players. Yeah. So they could sub one off to put on a new one. Greedy. Yeah. But I thought it was brilliant. Oh, it's delightful. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I, I do think it's good because, um, you know, we do need, it is the Voyager's Cup, is the Canadian Championship. There should be an opportunity for Canadian players to play and win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the coming weeks, I'm sure we will talk more about how many Canadians have been playing for the various Canadian teams of late. Mm. Perhaps, you know, oh Toronto no. FC are giving Canadians all the opportunities. So many opportunities. In if only we had someone mm. to talk about that with. But anyway, all right. Do you, no, no. Do you, do no, no. I, I can no. call. I can call James. No, no, it's all right. I can call James. No, we're. we're what we're, about Dwayne? No, we're good. How about Tony? Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, brilliant. It's my line. But anyway. Yeah. No, no, no. We, no, we, well, we get those guys in. Yeah, no. You want, but, like, but I, I want to maybe talk to somebody else. James. James works for like that MLS. Com.net underscore he's, he's kind of like an insider. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Insider. I, I feel yeah. like we can get somebody that's even more inside though. Hmm. Wow. Just just wait, just wait. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about Does it. Does James have friends or something? Anyway, we'll yeah, hey, whatever. We'll, we'll discuss it. Lastly, or pretty much lastly on the show, uh, is this weekend's match against the Whitecaps. Yay. Yay. So from a nap-worthy draw in their first game to a sloppy mess of a loss in their second, the Whitecaps are not looking all that together. They went, as Duncan mentioned earlier, they went up two up uh, 
early it on. Good before it all fell apart. Yeah. Uh, David Ousted getting that deserved red card and, uh, you know, them losing 3-2, which was delightful. Uh, first two weeks of the season haven't exactly been kind to Vancouver, so this should be, we hope, a good thing for Toronto. Should be fun. We don't have to face Ousted. Uh, their team's Yay. looking a bit shambolic. They've got that midweek game in the CCL, speaking of that. Mm-hmm. So this should be nice and tired. Uh, Breck Shea and Freddie Montero have barely played which is a bit weird and haven't really meshed with the team that well as far as i can see that first game when they were on they were definitely doing their own thing expecting kind of like the victor vasquez thing mm. um guys could uh, you th- th- this is how we play football yeah right? and yeah. what are you this doing you oh you're football? over oh. there okay um, um mm. that's interesting that's yeah it was awkward and Mane was just bad on the weekend so you know there's hope Hurrah. um mm. I think that this is a obviously a good game for TFC to take three points. That's my view on this. I, I, yes. I, I realize I forgot to put prediction in the notes here, but I will expect your predictions, and, and mine will be for a win. I'm just you, thinking. You can expect me to think yes, of that I can. on the spot. I, I can, I and I do, and I will. He's, you are a professional podcaster. You can do this. I do, have faith in you. Duncan, I'll get you a pencil and a pad, and you can do yeah. your equations real quick. Okay. Mm. All right. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so that's to be looking for. I know. I'm sorry. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Do you want me to cut your mic? You got to talk aloud. <laughs> you want to count things on okay, your Okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, player to watch, Mark. Um, I was gonna say Ousted because Ousted. I mean, I rate him as the best keeper in the league, honestly. But uh, since he's out of commission, hey. <laughs> huzzah! Uh, how's your red card? Um, Hurtado. Somebody's got to get hot up there. Somebody's got to figure out how to do stuff i would have said shea but that i would have said shea at the beginning of the season so hoping yeah also for punchability yeah. but since uh he's not doing anything um yeah hurtado i guess mine's uh alfonso davies might as well watch the kid yeah yeah a sure. lot That's you know he on. hasn't looked that bad actually in the first he's, game he looked quite good yeah he's looked dangerous. um and one of the you know a really interesting player to watch and, and i think an interesting story right now so mm-hmm. agreed um sean connery uh and celebrity jeopardy would read that celebrity jeopardy would say i'll take the rapist uh freddie montero that's therapist <laughs> oh <laughs> oh right that makes more sense yeah mm. no it's that there's no space mm. But anyway, yeah, uh, Freddie Montero. Like, uh, you know, you, you look at Whitecaps forwards and you know, Mane, Hurtado, whatever. I, uh, you know, the Montero, if he gets going, it could actually possibly be dangerous. Agreed. Um, playing indoors. So for the first time this season, Toronto FC do not have to play in any kind of inclement weather. So will the lack of any inclement weather actually make a difference for TFC? Will this be like, ah... We're playing on crappy turf, but we have a chance to not have freezing cold temperatures or crazy ass winds to deal with for at least one week before I, we go play BMO. I think so. I mean, there's no altitude, there's no ice cold wind, less excuses. They practice in a bubble anyway. Like, it has to be an improvement, uh, at least less uh, less of a crutch to blame things on, or at least, uh, you know, the. The lesser excuses. Well, you know, we were playing higher, or, or like somebody. You know how somebody sometimes people make excuses for them. Sure. It's like, well, it they was played cold. into the wind. Yeah, and and the altitude. Yeah. And the, the two time zones and the cold and the wind. Exactly. And, uh, There's it's it's harder to 
it's harder to play that card under these conditions. So I'm hoping to see a better version of of Toronto, something that look akin to last year rather than what we've one. seen so far. <laughs> uh-huh. You know yeah. it's there. You know the quality. I there. know. It's frustrating right now. Yes. Um, yeah, I think they should. It should help. Yes. We will see. I think they've often they've done quite well at BC Place. Yeah, they've definitely. Uh, you know, that's given like, Vancouver's issues. This is a very winnable game. I yeah, would say. and I like to I like to think that they do get, regardless of what they say, they do get pumped up for playing any of their Canadian you know rivals. So, um, and a chance to play, yeah, indoors because the roof will be closed. I just, yeah, as, as, as Mark said, this is, this cuts away all the excuses. You know, they have the turf mm. excuse, but suck it up, Buttercup. Um, you have to play on turf several times a year. Why not now? All right, Vanny Tactics. And this is something we sort of touched on a bit uh, when we broke down the Philly game. Does he switch back to the diamond to get the best out of Vasquez if he's going to continue to start him? Um, or sticks with what isn't really entirely working right now? Uh, fair way of phrasing that question. Um, I think we'll probably stick with it for at least a little while longer. In hopes that Vasquez gets fitness and can run? Perhaps. That's um, yeah. I, I would expect to uh, to the, the uh, five at the back, three at the back, or whichever it is. Like Vancouver's a counter-attacking team, right? So, mm-hmm. but and, and and Toronto's kind of built like that too. If, if if they can get the machine to work as it as as we've seen it in the past. I don't know. I mm-hmm. sort of I wouldn't. I would actually like to see a one a one shot back at the diamond, just to. Well, I, I definitely I d- want them to go back to it at some point. I do feel so like, you know, when we, again, we're only two games in the season, but, you know, other teams, other teams watch film, other teams watch videos. It's not like they don't know how TFC play now. And it's pretty easy to neutralize the two biggest threats on TFC the way TFC are set up currently. And unless they change up the formation a little bit and try to flow the ball through differently, I think we're going to keep getting these really boring draws and we're going to you know the best players on tfc are going to get shut out so i don't know i would like to see him change it change it greg i think um, i i kind of feel like with this being the 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 dawning of the vasquez era it's got a title um dawning th- of the age of vasquez almost worked almost uh i said almost. i kind of i kind of i'm kind of more towards what duncan said but i feel that it's got to be almost catastrophic and it's got to be catastrophic for two straight games or at least two I games over a period I before a change TFC up. catastrophe no neither do i, I neither it. do i but this is but it seems to be like they get a new piece and they're going to stick with it until it it warms up to it or like becomes part of the ecosystem until they that melt is, it down yeah well i mean to me to me i wasn't that i I wasn't that sold on Cooper when he showed up. And I'm still not no. entirely sold on Cooper now. No. But he still gets he still gets his runouts. Yeah. And that's fine. That's you know, you 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 do you. But Vasquez is it's going to be the same thing. Until Vasquez shows that he's either incompetent, completely out of form, or they just get hammered and they need to rejig something so that he's the expendable part. They like say going to a four four two or whatever the case may be. Whatever surplus part he might become where he has to be on the bench and and play off as a sub he's going to be on the pitch for a while so i'd rather not see that but i think that's what we're in for 
All right. Uh, what is still, there's still a couple question marks for Saturday. Um, Stephen Betashore, well enough to play. Mm. Has he passed through so. the concussion protocol? So. Yeah, I really do hope so. Hope Fingers so. crossed. Also, some kind of update on Seba's leg. Again, we were saying this earlier. Mm. I think it's just probably just a dead leg. Um, you know, he got need pretty good in the back of the thigh. That usually just takes you a couple days to walk off. Um, but should Seba play? Let someone else take free kicks. All right, fine, yes. I'll do it. Just yes. seriously, just stop. Mm. This is this is this is one of the reasons why Vic, Victor Vasquez is on the team. Let him take free kicks. Mm. Let Josie take free kicks. Josie did well the last time. When, Josie, when, exactly. Yes. When you you was would, injured and you yeah. would think that after he scored on that free kick, he'd get a second opportunity. <laughs> you would have thought. But yeah. no, that was his one. We're that gonna ride it. the streak. He's the hottest free kick taker we've got. He scored in his last one. And that's it. Yeah. 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 It's been almost six months, but he scored in that last one he took. Yeah. It's just frustrating. And, you know, and it's not to negate Seba's abilities, but I feel whether he's pressuring himself um, or he's just, you know, again, been found out and needs to try something different. But every team expects him to take it. Every team knows how to set up against him. You know, yeah. there's where's where's the mystery? Where's the surprise? Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. same as his penalties. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no surprise to what he's doing. I mean, exactly. If you know, same as his penalties, if he gets it right, then fantastic. But, but you know, yeah. when those times when he doesn't, yes, it's pretty easy to guess. He hasn't been getting his free kicks right in a long time. New, no. new, no, and it's frustrating. Mm. All right, Tifos. So in Vancouver's first game, they had very odd Tifo. We're glad we came back. We weren't expecting to see you here or something. I can't even remember what it was. It was so mystifying. And then the white caps. Oh, yeah. Signs the, uh, that everyone got to hold up. Yeah. White. It, power. Yeah. White. <laughs> power. Whoa. Whoa. That, that's not Whoa. How, that's not whoa, what they were doing. Wrong hand. Whoa. Duncan, whoa. Oh, Mark. Whoa. Yes. Thank God it's an audio podcast. Uh, All right. Uh, what clever TFOs might we expect from the Whitecaps fans this weekend? I don't think it's possible. But <laughs> on the off chance they come up with something that is not stupidly cryptic, I'm thinking an homage to their beautiful new kit because, well, that's my wheelhouse. Blame it on the That's rain. exactly where I'm going with it. We get Rob and Fab cartoon form from Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain and a bunch of triangles. <laughs> Raining down. Yes. They, they, they love the rain. They do. They do. They embrace it. It's, yeah. and That's why they close the roof. Yeah. Every game. It is. Toronto's counter TIFO should just be an umbrella. <laughs> problem solved. That's a, It's an umbrella that just says problem solved on it. There you go. <laughs> 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 nice. Um, I said, you know, the the obvious thing to do seems to be to sort of poke fun at TFC losing the uh, MLS Cup. So uh, I think the, uh, the best way to do that would be a, a picture of a, uh, a sounder you know, doing what a sounder does. Ow. Um Yes. And then uh. sort of you know, just with a bit of an, an extra long rod, so uh, there's a bit sticking out, uh, and then using that rod that's sticking out uh, to be fucking some random TFC representative of the uh, arse. Stop off! Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Tony, what do you have to say to this? Uh, uh, 
I, I understand. <laughs> All right, so... Um, but then they don't, but then Bad they, Duncan. <laughs> they don't like Seattle, do they? So that would be quite a glorifying no. Seattle. So, you know. Hey. I'm, I'm uncomfortable not... You know. Yeah. All right. You know. I decided to stick with cryptic because I I, I figure they're just gonna do do cryptic a lot. It's just gonna be there's gonna be big tifo. Have you seen the mountains? Mm. That's it. Sounds like a license plate slogan. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. Predictions for this match. Mm. Duncan, have you had enough time to figure it out? Uh, my need- advanced analytic work suggests it's gonna be. Uh, Two to one for favor in favor of Toronto. Excellent. Wow. Mm. Uh, mine is my math is not nearly as uh, strong as Duncan, so I'm just gonna go. Th- sorry, three three nil Toronto. They got ousted to bail them out. <laughs> You're so screwed. I'm going three one Toronto um, because I figure they'll just be something. They'll, they'll do something stupid in the middle of the game somewhere and allow. <laughs> you know, Matthias Laba to score a goal or something <laughs> just to make me feel bad. Um, so yes. All right. Excellent. Uh, does Tony have a prediction? Spurs in the cup. Mm, no. no, wrong year. Spurs in the cup. Nope. nope. 2-1 Spurs. <laughs> nope. Vancouver White Spurs. 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 <laughs> okay. Cut his mic. Seriously. Why do we keep letting him call in? All right. Spurs! 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 Did he pay you? Spurs! I don't... I, look. How is he up. getting in? Just give up. Just cut... Just, just give up. Just, I'm, just, okay, I'm hanging can, up. You, you know you can hear us, so just give up. All right. Spurs! Dear gods. Mm. All right. To end our show, we do have the VMP special announcement. Look, okay, I didn't, I didn't mean all those things I said when I was on that cruise. I don't know how you found out about it, but I'm sorry. That's its own show, Mark. Oh. So as promised, oh. we do have a special announcement for you, dear listeners. Holy shit. <gasps> I'm on I'm our so April 3rd show, which is the first show after the home opener, we have a oh, very special terrible. guest. That's terrible. Don't do that. Coming on our show. Better. Coming to the VMP studio will be none other than Toronto FC president... Bill Manning. Holy shit! We're not kidding. We alluded to this a couple weeks ago. Seriously, Bill Manning will be here at the uh, VMP studios for a very special episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Um, I know. So many questions. I know. So, let us know what you'd like us to ask Bill. We call him Bill now. Um, Has he ever listened to the show? uh, When Um, we have him on the show. Does he know us? We are. Has he seen our blog? Uh, the, we don't. I mean, it's yeah, great. No, but did we? Do we have dirt on him? Did we like? No. Is extortion? What are you doing with your extortion powers? I am just being incredibly charming in person. Are you channeling this burning people's houses down, shitting? In no. Shoes and channeling. He said, "Seems like a lovely guy. Why are you doing this?" I'm very charming. You you guys may not see it, but I am. I'm exceptionally charming, and uh, I'm alarmed. That's all. I'm just. I yeah I know. I think I know where the the general podcast improvement fund has gone to. I've been paying in all these years and expecting, you know, well Bill Manning. Well Bill Manning, that seems like a pretty good rate uh, return on your investment, doesn't it? I didn't think there was that much change in the jar, but okay. Anyway, so on uh, April third, Bill Manning will be here in studio. We'll have a bit of a different show that day. 
We, I don't know if we'll ask him to do wins and losses. Maybe we'll see how his Adrian Heath is. Does and, he do the, we'll go will he do the car? Oh, wait, we don't, we don't do, do that anymore. I know. <laughs> Might have to bring it back. Um, so, yeah. So Maybe he in listens the, to old episodes. Well, we'll find out. Okay, okay. So in the next couple weeks, uh, again, send us your ideas, questions, uh, what you'd like us to ask Bill. We've already got a long list of things we want to talk about, but uh, we'll entertain. Um, Just how dirty is Kyle Beckerman's hair? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Duncan how much, with the hard-hitting questions. Well, how much of the you know annual budget for RSL was spent to maintaining yes. uh-huh. Kyle Beckerman's hair? Yeah. Oh. Right. And how have, many wives does, does everyone get? Oh, hmm. oh, that contract. Oh, that you, we're yeah. never going to find out. No, that. I know. He's taking that to the grave. But also something that everyone may not know about. Uh, you look at Bill Manning's history. Bill Manning used to play for a few teams, and oh, he uh, so- yeah, he soccered. Yeah, he yeah. soccered, uh, and he's won some things with the soccering. So Ooh. we'll uh, we'll probably touch on that a little bit. Well, we'll talk about this more in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, here you go. That is our VMP special announcement. <gasps> I'm like pre-nervous. Is I know, that right? Oh uh-huh. yeah, pre-pre-nervous. Pre-nervous. Yeah. I am pre-nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get even more nervous once the pre-nervous subsides. Mm-hmm. We're gonna like give him lots of beer. Oh, okay, be, good. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be very weird, but awesome. It's good. It's if good he, stuff. If he shows up with a notepad of like bullet points of all the things we've said, <laughs> Michael Bradley had this to say. Oh shit! I gotta go. I would love that. Oh my god. I would love that. That would be amazing. All right, well, that, on that note, that is our show for this week. And with that bombshell. <laughs> Please join us next week when we, um, we look back, uh, we recap the Vancouver Whitecaps game. Um, we look ahead to the international break. And I'm not sure what else we're going to talk about. Probably more Bill Manning stuff. And that's, uh, <laughs> I know, it's going to be a light show. That's all right. That's good. Um, we have a lot to prepare for. Uh, joining me has been on the internet machine at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Spurs? You almost got it right. Um, at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, on the tweet machine, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Hot spurts? Almost. Hot spurts. Yes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the hot sperms? Oh. At Malarkey FC, Tony Walsh. Spurs! That's how it sounds. Spurs! As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. Uh, Casey Knowles on that internet. Uh, until next week, Toronto. Get used to it. By the way, I managed to avoid uh, laptop recording. Um, um, uh, uh, Barcelona, Barcelona right? Thank you. Masterstroke. (laughs) Excellent stuff. Jesus. I just literally try. Anytime I see somebody mention Valdez, if I'm on Twitter. Barcelona! I literally, like, I try to send at least one or two clips to whoever Mm -hmm. it is. Or just say, it's from Barcelona, you know. And then follow up with the clips because it's making me so happy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as of no, course. Just after the big deal that they made of it themselves, like hey, you know, 
let's fucking go for this. Yeah. And really commit to the bit. Yep. And, oh, I'm loving um, it. So, Mark. Yeah. Is it true 311 are named after the KKK? Absolutely incorrect. Okay. They're named after uh, the backup information service that most most cities use. No, what the story goes is that they were uh, a buddy of theirs when uh, he broke into a public swimming pool when the gates were closed, and uh, he decided he's gonna take off his his, uh, his his all of his clothes and he went skinny dipping and he, he was arrested. Take off his what's clothes? He was naked. Oh. He was skinny oh. dipping. All of his clothes. Okay. So so he went and he got caught by the police and as you know he he uh, they dragged him. Soaking wet, naked, holding the ticket back to his parents' place, and the, and he was written up for a three eleven for indecent exposure. Huh. So that's where the band's name comes from. Fun. Yeah. They are they are they are as far from KKK ish as, as I presume well, so. But that that is a fun theory. I thought. I heard that. I'm like, that's who, uh, retarded. Who would? And James brought that up, didn't he? Who would sign and or play a band that was that? <laughs> Well, kind of like if you're the racist, but it. this is catchy. <laughs> wow, they, they, I know that I know they don't like the darkies, but this this has got a groove. Like, no, nobody fucking. That was absurd when it like because when I when I was following it, that kind of came out too. That that oh, oh three eleven is it's because the third letter or the three Ks and the Ks the eleventh letter KKK is like you can't be that fucking dumb, can you? <laughs> I mean, it's possible, given some of the things that have come out in the last twenty years. That is, yeah, it is that possible. But holy hell, that's 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 exceptionally dumb. <laughs> you need your wins and losses papers. Ah, okay. I thought you were just phantom <laughs> driving or something. I just looked over to see Kristen <laughs> looking like she's or marionette shit or <laughs> or milking a cow. It could be a very I've rigid done that since cow. I was a kid. Who was the first person to? Yeah. Decide that this might you be something to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Todd. <laughs> you ever done this to a cow? <laughs> Those tiny cows look like they're getting something out of that. So. Yeah. Marcus, how are our levels? Are they levelly? Uh, that sounds pretty good. Hello. Pretty good. Yeah. How's how, how's about this? If I get into a more natural position, where yeah, I might well be. That's, yeah, that's, I think I think that's. Uh, Hooray! Feeling Huzzah. that. Feeling that. Yep. Good. Tony, what do you have to say? Mm. I like Spurs. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> oh my god. After I do his intro, will you please say that? <laughs> I like Spurs. <laughs> Tony? Spurs. Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> Just go right into like, going around the horn. <laughs> Who's your man of the match, Tony? <laughs> Let Norwich J. Simpson! Let Norwich J. Simpson! <laughs> I should go just pull up a Spurs <coughs> list of players. Just Oh, I can feed you Spurs names. Do you want current team? you want oh, historical? I, what do you want? Well, for, for, for man of the match, current, yeah. for go to the game, whoever's just been notably horrible over the past decade. Oh, what's his name? Um... The one who couldn't score. Harry Kane. Yeah, he's terrible. He's just the worst thing that's ever happened to Harry Spurs. Uh, the, the Spurs. Portuguese guy, I not the Portuguese Held guy. The Portuguese. Although not a bad choice. No. Oh, what about um, the Ukrainian guy? Yes. That was the uh, Rebrov. Yes, yes Rebrov, Rebrov. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. 